Welcome to Sensemaking. I'm Carla Joy Treadway. I'm an integrated life and business coach, the creator of The Sovereign, and a seasoned wellness practitioner. I believe in investigating the truth. I mean the whole truth. And I bring on sensemakers of all kinds who are brave enough to poke holes in commonly accepted narratives. The world is wild, my friends. And with censorship, cancel culture, and pretend uniformity of opinion, we need more sensemakers who are willing to be who they authentically are, bringing their real-life stories and evidence to the table. Sensemaking will challenge how you feel about a variety of topics from health, politics, spirituality, culture, and more. I want to free you from thinking that you have to go along with the narratives. But mostly, I hope you find yourself in the stories we share here, sparking the idea that, hey, I'm not so alone in my thinking, after all. What's up, friends? I thought we would do a live podcast today. I thought it would be fun. So yes, I'm doing this live on Instagram Live so you guys can join me and you can shoot off any questions or comments and I'll try and pay attention to the chat. Um, But I'm also recording it and I'll upload it to the show. So if you've been listening to my podcast, it's called Sense Making. You may have noticed I haven't been there in a little while. Um, I've had some space from it, um, for no reason really, other than, um, I've been really busy with work and building purposeful work. Um, I'm a manifesting generator. I'm an Enneagram seven and I have ADHD. So I make myself really, really busy sometimes. And what I've learned is I don't necessarily have to fight that, (laughs) Uh, I've given myself permission to passionately pursue lots of different avenues. And sometimes that means taking a little pause from one area of my life for a little bit. And that's kind of been the podcast. So I've been hyper-focused lately on my coaching business and my sovereign membership. Because guys, money's really important right now. Money is so important. And I've done so much work around money. Uh, I used to be the money martyr archetype. If you don't know what a money archetype is, go and look it up. Uh, there are people that are really stingy with money. There are people that are that will just spend frivolously. I was the martyr. You know, I've I've always been, I've always loved having purposeful work. I've always had a job where I'm in service and in helping people. And I've been really good at giving myself away for a really long time. So, you know, volunteering in the community, volunteering for different causes. When I had a, a yoga studio, I I really gave of myself nonstop. And I had a story about money back then that, well, I should just be happy that I get to do something that I love. Hey, John. And this is where it it all kind of ties together about giving ourselves permission, you know, knowing that I'm a manifesting generator, knowing that I just love to create and create freely. I get I get my jollies off of just creating things sometimes. And I do really enjoy working and helping people and doing whatever I can for the community. 
But also, guys, get paid. Also, get paid. So I've really been focused on that the last two years. My ideas around money, um, you know, the fact that I can be a good person and generate income for me and my family. I can be a contribution to this world and get paid. <laughs> so I've done a lot a lot of work around that. And everyone here in this chat that is in the wellness industry, I know you know exactly what that's like, right? Getting getting right with the idea of it's okay to get paid for your services too. <laughs> Sunit, I miss you too. I've been tagging you in some memes to get your attention. <laughs> uh, if you're just hopping on the podcast or the Instagram live now, we're doing a live podcast and Instagram live. So you'll hear me interacting in the chat just a little bit. So I've been working on my business, but also working on my business, um, I was really sacrificing my daily practices. And guys, I feel like a little bit of a fraud because I wasn't really rooted to my practices in the way that I need to be. I was still exercising. I was still doing yoga. I was still going outside. I was still eating healthy, but not as much as I needed. You know, guys, to do this kind of work, to teach people wellness practices, but to be in coaching, uh, to be immersed in the doom and gloom, to be immersed in other people's problems, I really need to protect my mental health, my physical health. We have to be rooted and glued to our daily practices or you're not going to be able to dip into the darkness, right? You're not going to be able to handle other people's problems and talk them through it if you are not so rooted in your own work. So again, I was still doing those things, but not to the level that I need to be. So I'm back at it. I'm up at five every single day. I have really strict boundaries around my screen type, uh, my screen time, what I'm taking in, you know, the videos that people send me. Um, I'm really boundaried right now. Because yeah, it's great that we're awake. Yes, it's great that we can pull out different information, but if we're not mostly focused on getting better and on what solutions we can provide to other people, being awake is a waste of time. It doesn't matter if we're up to date on the latest information, if we're not using that information to change our life. Oh, so neat. I changed, I made the, um, the topic I'm inviting you. It's sneaky, isn't it? Sunit's asking um, if I was inviting her in. Well, I am inviting you to come to a podcast. You and me need to get down on this app. (laughs) It's sneaky. It's a trick. So I just want to remind you guys as well, daily practices right now are essential. So this is really funny to me because my husband's always been like a, a one a one job kind of guy. You know, he he was born with a hammer in his hand. <laughs> and he's like I'm going to be a carpenter. And he became a carpenter. He he also was a professional skier, but his his main job that pays the bills is carpentry and he's always done carpentry and he hasn't really varied from that. And I've done so many different things. Guys, I used to work at the bank. How boring. I used to just work at the bank. I've worked at the bank. I've worked in bars. I've worked in marketing. I've had brick and mortar businesses. And 
I needed to give myself permission to go down all these avenues. And what's really funny about the work that I'm doing right now is it's all in my container now. (laughs) So none of it's a waste of time. None of it's a waste of time. Everything's coming full circle. Business, sovereign skills, me living in the bush, yoga, literally everything that I've done in my life is all being funneled into the sovereign now, which I find hilarious because none of those pieces seem to fit. And I've been laughing, especially about my my history as a yoga teacher. I've been a yoga teacher for a long time. I've run yoga teacher trainings. I've been uh, one of the lead teachers at a lot of big um, public events. And I really see how important that is. Not necessarily the practice of yoga, which I think is amazing, but our wellness practices that connect us to us. And for some people, that's yoga. Some people, it's meditation. Some people, it's running or writing or journaling or praying or whatever that thing is. Just something that allows us to be more present in our life. And right now, because things are particularly busy, I've really been connecting to yoga. Guys, yoga, if you're a busy person, checks off all of the boxes. We have mindfulness. We have breath. We have movement, we have flexibility, we have presence, we have all of the things in one tight little 45, 60 minute practice. So y'all, if you're busy, that is the best use of your time. I guarantee it. You're doing all of the things. And I'm really noticing that now because I wasn't doing a whole lot of it for a bit and I was doing a lot of workouts. I was doing a lot of walking outside, you know, really good for your body But there was definitely something missing. And as I get back into yoga, as I get back into mindfulness practices, I really see how this is the missing piece for me right now because I'm so distracted, because this world is distracting. I need more white space in my life. I need more slow. I need more tapping in. I need more feeling. I need more listening. I need more intuition and slowing down so that I can make clear and conscious decisions of what I need to do with my work, with my life, with preparedness. All of the things that are required in this kooky, kooky clown world. So this world right here requires that we level up. This world right here is a little scary. It's uncertain. Yes, the world has always been that way, but the world right now is is a little messed up. And there's no point in digging out all the information and scaring ourselves and using that to put us in a position where we do nothing. Right? There's no point in taking all that information and just using that to scare the crap out of yourself. There's no point in sharing information. There's no point in watching the information if you don't use that to level up. No one's coming to save you. No one's going to do this for you. We got to get up. We just got to get up. Now, the energy that you use to get up, I would love if somehow that didn't come from fear And that came from inspiration and from purpose. We all need to be taking massive action right now. And we're going to need to be able to stay clear and grounded through it all. Which is why, again, I'm tapped back into yoga. 
I'm so rooted. I'm hanging on to that practice tight every single day because I need to be clear. And I also don't want to waste a second of my life being stressed or unhappy or fearful. Whether or not you're enjoying your life right now and having fun with it, it's on you. You're responsible for what happens in your life. And here's a practice that I've been doing lately, and maybe this will serve you. It's really simple. It's just a language exercise. There were a lot of things that I needed to do. I needed to work on my business. I wanted to make more money. I wanted to focus on building up my homestead here, food storage, um, participating in my community, getting involved. Like, you know, like my awake to-do list was never ending. It was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm noticing from my own sovereign community, this question comes up a lot. Well, what thing do I work on first? And I'm so stressed because this list is so big. What do I do first? First, slow down. (laughs) Just slow everything down. Are you taking care of your body and your mind before you even worry about, am I making more money or crypto or gardening or preparedness, building a business, multiple streams of income, whatever that thing is? Stop. If you're not taking care of yourself and your mind, don't even worry about the other stuff yet because you're going to be a hot mess and it's going to be disorganized and it's going to be crazy. So step one, find your daily practices and glue yourself to them no matter what. Guys, how you start the day determines how the rest of your day is going to go. So if you don't want to wake up and fuel yourself with cortisol spiking caffeine and scroll through your phone, um, what's a better way to start your day so that you can be clear and focused and healthy? So I spend the first few hours of the day exercising, meditating, going outside, journaling, Everything that keeps me clear and healthy. How do you want to start your day? Okay, from that place where you are rooted and you are calm, you can handle the other stuff. I guarantee it. Don't skip this part. Don't skip your body. Don't skip your mind because you're not going to be able to handle the big stuff if you don't do this first. You are responsible for what happens in your life. So when it comes to those bigger things, or Look, when it even comes to like your exercise practice, here's where my my simple hack is. My simple hack happens in language. I've been eating my slice of humble pie each and every day by adjusting my words. I need to give myself an ass kicking and you might appreciate this too. So when when I'm not doing the things that I say are important to me, if I'm not doing my daily practices, if I'm not volunteering in the community, if I'm not making money, if I'm not serving other people, and I know I need to give myself an ass kicking to finally go and do those things, I start watching my words. I stop being a victim to time. I stop playing a victim in my life with my words. So I might stop saying, ah, you know what? I don't, I didn't have time to work out today. I don't say that anymore. I'll say, I chose not to work out today because that is way more true than I didn't have time. They're not my, there might not be the perfect time. Um, I might have to wake up earlier. There might not be a lot of time, but the truest thing I can say is I chose 
not to work out today. I chose not to do yoga today. It's not that there's not time, guys. We have time. Let me look at your screen time there on your phone. There's time, right? So the truest thing for me to really own my actions is is to say, I choose. Not I didn't have time. Or here's another one. We blame our feelings. I didn't feel like it today. I didn't feel like it today. If we let our feelings run the show, we're screwed. Why do you think there's so many people doing like ice baths and very uncomfortable things right now? It's because discomfort builds confidence. Discomfort helps us get over and around ourselves. So I did a reel about this the other day. It might sound like a silly thing to say as a yogi, as a coach, um, screw your feelings. But it's true. Your feelings lie to you. We do want to listen. We do want to be present. But the voice that we should be listening to is our intuition. Our feelings lie, guys. Our feelings are like, come and sit on the couch. You work hard. Don't worry about it. Right? This, our feelings are a bottomless pit. Our feelings can tank us. Our feelings will prevent us from doing all the things that we want to do. I guarantee it. And this is not about pushing yourself and hustling all the time. It's not about that. It's that if you only listen to your feelings, your feelings are never going to tell you it's time to be uncomfortable. Your feelings are never going to tell you to get up and be responsible. Your feelings are never going to serve up your humble pie. Your feelings are soft and squishy, right? Yes, sometimes we need to take it easy. Sometimes we need to just rest 100%. But if you're not doing the things that you say are really important to you, if you're not getting to that to-do list, if you're not taking massive action and all things sovereign, chances are it's your feelings that are in the way. So we want to stop outsourcing our power. We want to stop blaming time. I didn't have time. I'm so busy. We want to start with stop outsourcing our power to our feelings. Well, I didn't feel like it today. No, I I chose not to work on my business today. I chose not to get up early. I chose not to work out. I chose not to eat healthy. The whole I can't or I didn't have time, all of that's a lie, y'all. That's us outsourcing our power. And we're freedom people. We're stronger than that, right? If we really want to live free, we own our thoughts actions, and moods, no matter what. Here's another thing I've been owning, where I've been getting a little too squishy, where I've been sitting in my feelings and what I needed to get over. I have built myself this lovely little community now, both online and in my private membership containers, where I work with amazing humans who are aligned and who agree with me. I love y'all. This is the best. It's the best to work with people that are on the same page. It's the best. It's the best to be able to speak freely and authentically and have people on your team and agree with you. And that's just easy. That feels amazing. What is not so good for me is I've really pulled back from the world. I've really pulled back from society in general. I've become quite the hermit. I've been really selective about who I hang out with, 
And that is an area where I've been encouraging myself more and more to get back out into the world. There's an element of discomfort there, but this is real life. And as much as I love my online communities, when this great reset thing happens, we're going to need a lot of real life people. That's just the truth. We need people in person, people in our local communities, people that, you know, neighbors, neighbors that we can count on. And I'm at this wonderful place now after pushing myself to do it. I'll I'll be honest, I had a a lot of social anxiety after the last three years. I didn't want to do that. I felt very unsafe around a lot of people. I felt unsafe because some horrible things were done to us. But I'm over that now. I'm, I'm over that. And what I won't do is hang out with people that um, were horrible and are refusing to acknowledge that or move forward. I'm not hanging out with those people. But I don't care if people are on the same page intellectually or on Team Awake or not. I don't really care about that. If people are nice people, if people are good people, if people aren't super woke, I, I can't hang out with that right now. I, I cannot be around the wokeness. That that that's a no go for me. But you know, there are so many great people in my local community, my neighbors, for example, that are not on the same page as far as what's going on. But they're really nice people. They are already kind of freedom people in their own way because we live in a rural community. They're already living free. They're already sustenance hunters. They're fishermen. They're fun people. So I've been getting out more and more, breaking my own echo chambers, and it actually feels really awesome. It feels really awesome, actually, to be around people where you're not really talking about anything serious sometimes. That also feels really, really good. So I wonder if you guys are experiencing that too, that It actually feels good to embrace that discomfort and get out into the real world, to see that the real world's not so scary and that not everyone is crazy because our own echo chambers can be harmful in that way. We, these apps are so polarizing and yes, there are horrible things going on. Yes, there are sinister agendas going on. All that stuff is happening but it's also not to the extent that we see on these platforms. There's a lot of people out there living in the world that are immune from it all. They're not seeing any of it. They're not on the opposite page as us. There's no like us versus them team, but you know, they're living in La La Land and they're nice people just living their lives, like totally oblivious to it all. You know, those people need us. And this weekend, I went to a community meeting because this this was one thing that I was trying to push myself towards. I used to be really active in my community, really active in my community. And then when mandates came and lockdowns came and everyone got really shitty, I just stopped participating in my community. I was like, no, I live in the bush now. We actually moved out of town and I, and I just stopped participating altogether. And I started even saying things like, I don't live there anymore. I don't live in that community. I don't live in that area. Even detaching from the idea of being Canadian. Who here is feeling that? Like they almost don't really feel like a Canadian anymore after what's happened. Someone reminded me of something. Sarah Swain reminded me of this. 
when I was saying, oh, what if there's a world war? Do I even feel like fighting for Canada? And she reminded me of something. The globalists want nothing more than for us to hate our country. The globalists want nothing more than for us to be separate. They don't want you to be patriotic. They want you to hate Canada so that you'll embrace this idea of globalism. That's why they're just they're they're sending um, immigrants across the border without any kind of uh, rationing. You know, just endless sending of people. They're trying to abolish borders. And personally, I I think that's a really bad idea. <laughs> a global government and no borders, because people are stronger when they're tight-knit in their communities. So when you look at what's actually being, what what they're trying to dismantle, they're trying to dismantle the borders of countries. They're trying to weaken communities. And they're also so clearly trying to dismantle the family unit, right? So there's a few different levels there. And those are the things that we need to be focused on building up right now. We got this. Canada leads the world out of this. You and me and your clients and all the incredibly strong, credible humans we are surrounded by. We live in the best place in the world. I I agree. Yeah. And they're trying to destroy identity. You're right. So look at all these layers, and, and I guess those are the things that I've been focused on building. When I talk about solutions, um, I've been spending less and less and less time on this app and way more time focused on solutions. So feeding material into my communities, working with my one-on-one clients, uh, getting amazing guests for the podcast again, and working on those layers, strengthening those layers So one, strengthening yourself. This is why I speak truths all day long, louder and louder and louder. I feel unshakable right now. Put me on a stage in front of thousands of people who disagree with me and hate me and want to call me every vicious name in the book. I'm not even going to drop a sweat bead. I'm going to be so stable and rooted. And I'm so glad I did that work because it did not feel like that in the beginning. (laughs) But I know myself. I'm very rooted in my identity. I can trust myself. And I know that what I speak is grounded in the truth. And the truth comes from God. I'm not saying that I'm on, like, I'm saying that that information is coming through. Because the the truth is rooted. The truth doesn't need to scream and yell and call someone a name. The truth is really rooted, and that's how I'm feeling right now. I know that what I'm saying is true, so I feel unshakable. So that's the first layer. The next level is our own families. Okay, and if you don't have like a nuclear family, like work on your parents, your cousins, your closest friends, your neighbors. Um, They want to rip that apart. I do a lot of, my kids go to school, but I do a lot of unschooling right now. And I don't let my kids have apps like TikTok. They spend very little time on a screen. And whether they like it or not, I force them to spend a lot of time with me and my husband. We spend a lot of time with our kids. And we talk to them and we do things outside together as a family. We eat all of our meals together when they're not at school. All of our meals are together. It's not an option for them to lock themselves in their room or sit on an app 
it's important that we have strong families. I made them go to church this Sunday with grandma and grandpa. Like we're reinforcing like strong traditional family values because I don't want them being sideswiped by the world. And then this weekend, I went to a meeting um, for my local community, and it was uh, where we live. We're getting really taken over by drug addiction and crime and homelessness. And it was a meeting in regards to that. And I went, and I'm really glad I went because I've been, again, not participating in my community because I had been hurt by my community. And it feels good to be active and participating, not just in this online world, but in the real physical world as well. This is how we get stronger. And that's what I'm putting all my energy into right now. And that's why I took a little break from the podcast. How can I get stronger? And it doesn't feel like a selfish thing. I'm unapologetically building myself up. And anyone that joins my membership or joins me for coaching, we're doing the exact same thing, unapologetically building ourselves up. It starts with the body. The body is ground zero. If you're not taking care of your body, you're not taking care of your mind. Right now, I'm not drinking. I'm waking up at five. I'm working out. I'm eating meat and fat and vitamins, and I'm meditating every day taking very, very good care of myself. I'm doing ice dips. I'm taking saunas. I'm reading every morning. I'm reading some high-level content. The podcasts that I take in are about personal development. I'm taking very little truther content in right now, very little. I'm mostly taking in and absorbing things that are going to make me better and stronger. So first level is your body. Take care of that. Once you have a firm and grounded daily practice, then go a layer deeper. Work on your identity. Who are you? What are you creating in this world? What does purposeful work look like to you? What is your identity? Cole's notes, your identity is not this meat suit. This world wants to tell you that your meat suit, what you look like, your race, your gender, Your physical shell, that's the most important thing about you. It's the least important thing about you. That is such a lot. I am so surprised that there's all these spiritual people that are getting taken out by the woke movement. Because if you actually hold true to your spiritual practices, whether you are a Christian or a yogi or a Buddhist or a Hindu, no great spiritual practice teaches you that your physical shell is the most important thing about you. Nobody. Not one. The root teachings of all spiritual practices are essentially the same. We are equal at a soul level. We are equal. Equity is not something that any spiritual practice talks about. It's equality. We are equal. We are the same. We should love and respect each other the same. (laughs) And the world is a better place when we treat each other the same when we focus on who created us, when we seek a higher power, then everything is just better. And it's really surprising that so many spiritual people have been hoodwinked by this woke movement. And don't say that you're anti-religion if you're woke, because wokeism is a religion in and of itself. Human beings don't do well without ideologies. So if you're not 
religious, you're going to put something else there. We don't live with nothing very well. Anything can become a religion. And I'm not a religious person, but I'm a, I'm a spiritual person. I am a godly person. I believe in great spiritual teachings. I believe in Christianity. I believe in Eastern wisdom practices. Um, and for that reason, I'm doing really, really well because I'm connected to something that has substance. I'm not focused on how people pronounce my pronouns or my physical shell. I am focused on myself at a soul level. And I ask for guidance each and every day from a higher power. So I'm starting to ramble a little bit on this podcast, so I'm going to wrap it up a little bit. But I just want to tell you guys a little bit about where I was. I disappeared a little bit. I disappeared for the podcast and what I've been working on. I, I needed to get back to ground zero. And this month in the Sovereign, that's what we were talking about. Every month in the Sovereign, we work on some sort of theme. And this theme was all about getting back to the roots, getting back to what's really important. Because we get distracted. I was getting distracted by things like the news. I was getting distracted by social media. And I was losing those things that are actually really, really important to me. So this month, that's what I've been focusing on, getting back to the roots, getting back to my yoga practice, getting back to uh, my wellness practices in general, getting really healthy, spending really good present time with my children. When I'm working, making sure it's solutions focused, it's the real work, it's not just scrolling on social media, and getting back into the community, not only in service, but also just having fun. I've been having a lot of fun right now. I've been spending a lot of time outside. We've been flying our airplane. We've been going ice fishing and snowmobiling. And I've been having fun. I've just been having fun and living my life. Who cares if you're awake, if you're not winning, if you're not happy, and if you're not leveling up? It's all that matters right now. And that's what Corey George says all the time, winning over awake. Personally, it's not my goal to wake people up. My goal is to powerfully serve the people that are already awake and helping them do better. Thank you, Kayla. It's the only thing that matters. If you're not winning, who cares if you're awake? But if your goal is to wake up people, you're going to need to win. You're going to need to be winning in your personal life. And I love how Corey talks about this. If you are miserable, if you are scared, if you are broke, if you're living in your parents' basement and you're just on Telegram and social media all the day, all day long, you're not going to influence anyone. You're not waking up anyone. Now, Corey takes it a whole other level to really money focus. Guys, money makes you powerful. Uh, that is true. Money makes you more powerful. But personally, it's not everything. I would rather, yes, I want to make money, and money is important, but also purposeful work, also loving your life, also being a contribution in this world, also finding your dharma and pursuing that. Because I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know what the future is going to look like, but all I know is I'm not wasting a second of my time on this earth. Maybe things are really bad. A year from now, three years from now, 10 years from now, maybe everything's fine. 
Regardless of what happens, I win if I'm spending my time in solutions, joy, purposeful work, serving other people, being healthy. I win no matter what. If I am miserable, if I'm not pursuing my passions, if I'm glued to my phone, I lose no matter what. I lose whether the next few years go bananas or whether everything's fine. So again, my friends, the easiest hack right now that I can offer you, if you've been stressed, if you've been watching the news, if you are worried about what's going on and you're thinking about this massive to-do list, and you're like, I need to be doing this and I need to be doing that, but you're not taking action, own your words. Own your words. Stop being a victim to time, a victim to circumstance, a victim to your feelings, and just start making choices. And if you don't know where to start, you start with your body. Body is number one. Start with your body. You got that grounded? All right, I'm going to work on my mind. Okay, good. You got that solidified. Then you start moving on to things like purposeful work. Then you start moving on to preparedness. Then you start moving on to building community. Too many of us are trying to jump to those other things. You're trying to jump to influencing others. You're trying to jump to influencing community. Or you're jumping to the world when you don't have your daily practices dialed in. Your health is shit. Your mental health is not good. This is a ladder. This is a ladder, folks. So don't feel like you detaching from the world and working on your physical health. Don't feel like that spiritual bypassing. That is not. That's the ladder. You can't jump to the top of the ladder. It's going to topple over. If you need to at any time, if you feel like shit, detach from these apps, detach from the news, detach from work, detach from whatever you need to, and focus on your health. Focus on your daily practices. So again, I started this by saying I'm super ADHD and I do so many things, but it really all has come full circle for me. Yes, I help people live independent and sovereign and free. Yes, I help people make money at their businesses. But a lot of things lately, it's coming all back to the body work I used to do. It's coming all back to yoga, to meditation, to taking care of yourself. Because if you lose the ground underneath you, you're, you're just built on a shaky foundation and you're not going to be able to do the big things. How do we handle the big things? How do we handle preparedness, moving countries, starting a nonprofit, um, moving off the grid? How do we handle these big things? We start with the little things. So ask yourself today, am I breaking promises with myself today with the little things? Am I saying, I'm going to wake up at six and then you hit the snooze? Are you saying, tomorrow is the day I stop drinking? And then you have a glass of wine that night. Are you saying, today's the day I start my exercise program? And then, oh, I was too busy to exercise. Every time we do that, we chip away at our self-trust. We chip away and we chip away and we chip away. No wonder we're stressed when we think about the big stuff, the global stuff. Because if you can't trust yourself, 
to do the little things? How could you ever trust yourself to do the big things? So it starts small. And this is what I mean when I say this is not spiritual bypassing to forget about the world altogether and just work on your body. This is literally how you build the foundation. You start so micro small. In coaching, we always ask, what's the next best step? You set that alarm tomorrow for 6 a.m. When the alarm goes off, you get up. Boom, that's one little check mark in the self-trust bank. You say, today, I'm not going to drink three cups of coffee. I'm only going to have one. And then you just do it. There's another check in your self-trust bank. You keep adding on and adding on these tiny little daily decisions. I have a teacher that says, never break a prom- never break a- <laughs> can't talk, never break a promise that you make to yourself. That's the fastest way that you will lose self-trust. And you guys, if you're awake, if you know what's going on, you know that you're going to need to be able to trust yourselves right now to handle the big stuff. The big stuff is coming. Coffee is hard to let go of. Yeah, well, I'm, just, I'm not saying all of it, just like maybe not like three a day. I am, that's what I'm working on, right? One a day. Maybe eventually none a day. But it's the little stuff. And this is what I do with coaching clients all day long. We take great big complicated problems and we find the simplest, tiniest solution. And it usually starts on the ground floor. And people are always surprised that the solution to their giant existential crisis is actually so tiny. When we handle the little stuff, we can handle the big stuff. And that's the only place we need to start. So in the podcast coming up, what you guys can expect, um, Sunit was on here on the live. I'm definitely going to bring Sunit onto the podcast. I have, uh, I've been working with the TWC team, the wellness company, all kinds of amazing awake doctors and pharmacists. We're going to be bringing them onto the podcast. Um, I have freedom fighters coming. I have coaches coming. I have people that are going to help you level up with your health, your wealth, and your sovereign skills. The same thing that I do in my community. If you guys are looking for a community right now, if you're looking for daily inspiration, if you would like the benefits of group coaching with me, um, this is what I do all day long in my membership series. We work on our health. We work on generating more wealth. And then I bring in all kinds of sovereign experts to talk about everything from inflation-proof savings, preparedness, gardening, growing, health, natural remedies, literally everything you might need for this wild world. How do we become more independent? How do we become more sovereign? How do we become more free? How do we speak our minds? How do we become free from pain? Want to do a podcast on education? Yes. Yes, I do. Send me a DM. Yeah, we have a lot of great um, homeschoolers and unschoolers in our community as well. Love y'all. Love y'all right now. Those are boss moves. Pulling your kids out of school right now. Uh, That's exactly what more people need to be doing right now. Let me know if you guys like this format. If you're listening to the podcast um, from home, if this is 
an annoying to hear me interact with people. Let me know if you like this, if you like the ability to be able to hop on live on an Instagram live with me, let me know. I would love to hear from you. Um, if you want to be a guest on the show, reach out, or if you have a suggestion for a guest on the show, let me know. I'll make sure to contact them. And yeah, thank you for your support guys. Thank you for being on this account, for listening to the show. Again, the, the podcast is called sense making. You can find the link in my link tree, in my Instagram bio. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple podcasts. We're on Podbean. Um, yeah, we're on, we're on all the things you can find us there. So thanks again for hopping on this live, you guys, and I'll see you next time. All right, friends, uh, I'm so happy to be back here on the podcast. Let me know if you like this format. I would certainly won't be doing it every time, but it's kind of fun interacting with you guys on Instagram Live because you can pop in, but I'm keen to hear from you. So let me know. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. Do you like the opportunity to interact on a live podcast? What I might do in the future as well is for members of my sovereign community, I might invite you to come along with me and my special guests on the podcast so that everyone can hear the show, but you guys will get some special behind the scenes action after the show and you can actually interact with my guest. Let me know if that's something that appeals to you because um, honestly, I do this for me Truth be told, I I do do this for me. It's good to just authentically be myself, to speak the truth. I love, love, love getting to know my guests that come on the show. But also, I want to make sure it's serving you guys. I want to make sure that you guys are taking things away from this podcast that you are benefiting. So please hit me up on Instagram. Carla Joy Treadway is my Instagram handle. I would love to hear from you. And this is season two, guys. We have about 40 episodes under our belt, and I already have the calendar full of amazing people coming into the space. So I'm not even going to tell you who's coming, but you have some awake doctors. You have some amazing freedom-fighting influencers. You have some next-level coaches. I'm really bringing the heat guys. Um, so stay tuned. This season is going to be lit with the insane Trudeau censorship bills around the corner. I've decided to invest more and more time here into the show because it's going to be harder and harder to get through on Instagram. That being said, if you are a fan of my Instagram, if you've been following along with me there, please get off of the app as well, because honestly, I can't guarantee that I'm going to be able to stay there forever with the things that this insane government is trying to pass. So connect with me off the app, either get on my email list where I serve you up weekly content for free, join me in the sovereign community, follow along with the podcast, just something off of these giant social media apps, because guys, it's it's not guaranteed that I'm going to be able to exist in here. So I'm going to tag some options in the show notes so you can get on my email list so that you can join my community. If you're ready to really elevate your life and move forward in all ways, I'm going to give you a few different options here. 
Um, if you like what we do here at Sensemaking, please share uh, the episode and what resonates to your stories. It really helps us a lot over here. And I can't wait for season two, guys. I can't wait. So thanks for tuning along and you guys just watch. Wait and see who's coming on the show this season. I'll see you guys next time.